My name is Oliver Schwarzenegger, and I am six years old, and that God is the best of all because he gives us strength and peace. Being a kid isn't easy. You know you're supposed to be good, and sometimes you feel like you're doing a great job. But then the next minute, you do something wrong again. That's why we need Jesus, and to remember the good news of the gospel every day. Not just the part about when Jesus came to earth, but God's rescue plan from before he even created the world, so that we can see through every story in the Bible why Jesus is better than anything else and why he wants you to join him. Hey guys, welcome to the Jesus is Better podcast a podcast where we get to talk about a story from the Bible and why that story is good news, because it shows us how Jesus is better than anything else. I'm Alicia Yoder, and I'm so excited to get to share with you today. Now, our story today is about a little baby named Moses. Have you heard of him? Now, in the first part of the Bible, in the Old Testament, God chose a man named Abraham to give a special promise that he would make him into a great nation and all the nations of the earth would be blessed through him. But that promise didn't happen right away. In fact, it took hundreds of years for Abraham's family, called the Israelites, to grow into a great nation and settle in their own land. And it's still a promise for us today, because even though Jesus came to rescue us, there are lots of nations around the world that don't know it, So we're still waiting. But let's get back to our story. In our story today, God has kept the first part of his promise and grown Abraham's family into a great nation called the Israelites. But they didn't have their own land. And so the family grew. When the family grew by having lots of children, the king of Egypt named Pharaoh didn't like it. He said, those Israelite families are getting too big. What if they join our enemies and decide to fight against us? We have to do something about it. So Pharaoh got together some of his strong men and put them in charge of making the Israelites work for him as his slaves. But the harder the taskmasters made them work, the more kids the Israelites had. The people in Egypt then got really scared. So they made them work even harder, making bricks and growing crops in the hot sun. The king of Egypt also had another idea to keep his slaves under control. He called two of the Israelite midwives to talk to him. Their names were Shifra and Pua. He said, when you go to help a woman deliver a baby, check to see if it's a boy or girl. If it's a boy, I want you to kill him. But if it's a girl, you can let her live. But do you know what Shifra and Pua did? They ignored what Pharaoh said and put each baby in its mother's arms, whether it was a boy or a girl. The king of Egypt called Shifra and Pua to him again and said, Why have you let the boys live when they are born? The women said, Actually, the Israelite women aren't like Egyptian women. They have their babies before we get there. So the Israelites kept growing and getting stronger. God protected the midwives and even gave them children of their own. So Pharaoh decided on a new plan. 
he said to his people, Whenever you see an Israelite baby boy, you need to throw him into the river to die. But you can let the girls live. Now there was one Israelite woman who had just given birth to a baby boy. She never went outside with him, but hid him for three months. But then he just got too big and loud to hide anymore. So she decided to make a little basket boat for him and float him down the river. The baby sister Miriam peeked through the reeds to watch what would happen. At the same time, the king of Egypt's daughter decided to go down to take a bath in the river. She saw the basket in the reeds and sent her servant to go get it. She opened it and the little baby started to cry. This poor baby is one of those Israelite babies, she said. Right then, the baby sister Miriam popped out of the reeds and said, Should I go find someone who can nurse the baby for you? When Pharaoh's daughter agreed, she went and got her mother. Pharaoh's daughter said, I will pay you to feed and take care of this baby for me. So the baby's mom took him home and nursed him. And when he was older, she took him to Pharaoh's daughter, and he became her son. She called him Moses, which means drawn out, because she drew him out of the water. Now, that's the end of our story. But now let's look, let's talk about some of the choices that were made in this story. Can you think of any? Let's start back at the beginning of our story. When those Israelites kept having babies and their families grew so big in the land of Egypt, what did the king Pharaoh choose to do? He got strong men together to make the Israelites his slaves. What could he have done instead? Maybe ask the Israelites to leave? Maybe make them part of his army? But his plan didn't work. The Israelites kept having kids, so he made another choice. He told Shipra and Pua, the midwives, to kill all the baby boys they delivered. But what did those women choose to do? Did they kill a few because they were so scared of being punished by the king? No, they kept each baby safe. The king didn't kill Shifra and Pua because God kept them safe, just like they were keeping the babies safe and even gave them kids of their own. So Pharaoh announced his final choice. He told all his people to throw away any Israelite baby boy they saw into the river. Well, when one of the women had a beautiful baby boy, did she hand her baby over to be eaten by crocodiles? No, she, kept, she chose to keep him hidden for as long as she could and put him in a little boat on the river. His sister chose to watch where he would go. When the basket floated near where the pharaoh's daughter was taking her bath, she chose to look inside and rescue the baby. Miriam, the baby's sister, chose to talk to pharaoh's daughter and get her mother to take care of the baby. When the baby was old enough, Pharaoh's daughter chose to make him her son instead of deciding she didn't want him after all. So where do we see God in all this? What did he do for his people? 
Well, first he helped them to grow into big families and made them strong. He used midwives who loved him to keep the baby boys safe. And even though Pharaoh tried three different ways of keeping the Israelites weak by making them slaves, telling the midwives to kill the baby boys, and telling his own people to throw the baby boys in the river, God protected them by making them strong. Pharaoh's own daughter didn't even listen to him and made one of those baby boys her son. God helped Moses' mom to hide him, And he protected baby Moses on the river so that Pharaoh's daughter could find him. Now, we're not slaves to an unkind king, but we have choices to make too. When asked to do something wrong, Shifra and Pua didn't know what was going to happen to them. When Moses' mom hid her son, she had no idea God would keep him safe and use him to lead God's rescue of the Israelites from Egypt. When we choose to obey God above all else, we don't always know what's going to happen either. Some kids might do something wrong to try to keep from getting hurt. But for those of us who are joined to Jesus, we know that our lives are held by a good father who can work even bad things people do to us for our good. Even if we're trying to follow Jesus, we still make wrong choices, right? And struggle not to be selfish or unkind sometimes. But we can always remember that our souls are safe in Jesus, no matter what happens to our bodies. Jesus is an even better rescuer than those Israelite midwives or Moses' mom because he rescued our hearts from being dead forever when he came to earth, lived a perfect life, died, taking the punishment for our sins, and coming alive again. He is continuing to rescue us from our desires to do unkind things And when he comes back to judge all the evil in the world and make a new earth, we will get to live with him forever without any sin in our hearts. Will you trust him today? Even if you don't understand all the hard things he's letting you go through, if you are joined to Jesus, his spirit is living in you to help you obey and to forgive you when you don't obey. Let's pray. Thank you, Jesus, that we can trust you with our lives. Thank you for loving us so much and promising to be with us forever, no matter if we obey perfectly or not. Thank you for letting us be a part of the good things you are doing in the world so that other people can know you too. Amen. Well, guys, thanks so much for joining me today on the Jesus is Better podcast. See you next time.